welcome back to Two Pills in a Pot. I'm Candice. And I'm Jessica. And we are in February. Oh my god, how crazy is it that we are already in February? So, since February is a month of love, we've decided <laughs> to dedicate this episode and the next few episodes in February to L-O-V-E, love. <laughs> so, if Tay Tay can write a whole album about love, I think we can record a few episodes about love, right? <laughs> Oftentimes, when we think about love, we think of romantic love. But there are so many different types of love. The Greek have divided love into eight different types. The first one is eros, which is passionate love. Love that's all about romance, passion, and attraction. It describes the intoxication and thrilling emotions that the initial stages of a relationship can induce. The second type is pragma, which is enduring love. The kind of love grounded in duty, commitment, and practicality. This is the type of love you see in long-standing relationships and life partnerships. The third is ludus, which is playful love. Ludus is flirtatious and fun, without strings that come with arrows or pragma. This is the feeling you might experience with a crush. The fourth is agap or agape. I'm not sure. Sorry, <laughs> which is universal love. This is selfless compassionate love for everyone this is the love you feel for all living things without questions sometimes we refer to as unconditional love think of mother Teresa when you think of this love the fifth type is philia which is deep friendship love it is platonic but you feel very close to them and can confide in them trust them and respect them on a very personal level the sixth type is philosia which is self-love it is self-explanatory. The relationship we have with ourselves is very important and it needs to be nurtured. The seventh type is torch, which is familial love. It is the love shared between family members, reinforced by blood, early memories, and familiarity. The last is mania, which is obsessive love. This is what they would describe as a toxic or codependent relationship, where the imbalance of affection causes one person to be overly attached. We have discussed friendship and romantic relationships in Season 1, Episode 5 and 7. We have also touched on Ludus, which is that flirtatious fun love in Season 1, Episode 12 and the dating episode. As you can guess from the title of the episode, today we are going to talk about Philosia, which is self-love. The love is one of the, if not the most important type of love we need to nurture before we can form relationships and eventually love with another human being. Sadly, this is also the type of love that we tend to neglect. Self-love is so important, y'all. It helps build our own confidence and self-esteem, and it also affects how we interact with the world. The more love we have for ourselves, the more love we have to offer. So, Jessica, what does self-love mean to you, and why is it important to you? Mm, I think self-love means that you can put yourself as priority and you treat yourself well because I think a lot of people don't know how to treat themselves well and they always put someone else before them well you don't always have to put yourself as priority but like self-love means you know when you have to put yourself before anyone else and it's so important because self-explanatory is like self-love like you have to love yourself before you can have the ability to love anyone else no? Yeah, but then it's surprising how much self-love is 
neglect it because we focus so much on loving our family, loving our friends, loving our partners that we forget that we ourselves deserve love and no one else is gonna love us as much as we love us, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, for me, self-love means giving myself pep talk. Just trying to be nice to myself, basically. Mm-hmm. Just say, you know, even as simple as, oh, you look nice today. Just even saying that to yourself in the mirror in the morning. Kind of just self-affirmations to say that you look nice, you look you look pretty, pretty you know. Even though it's hard and it's so awkward to do it. But I think oftentimes the more you do, you do it... you actually do that? Well, sometimes, like, I will say, oh, I'm so pretty. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> but not like in a vain kind of way um mm-hmm. but it's just more in like a self-affirmation way where because if you don't tell yourself that like who's gonna tell you that right like mm-hmm. we find it so natural to mm-hmm. say to other people or even to strangers like oh he's so cute or like oh she's so pretty or even mm-hmm. you know like simple things like that but we forget to tell ourselves that and I think when we remind ourselves that we are beautiful, we are pretty or whatever, then it helps us build our confidence as well. And in turn, Mm -hmm. then we will have like a better self-esteem. And Mm -hmm. I think it helps with like other aspects of our life as well, basically. Mm -hmm. So another um, meaning of self-love to me is also to stop judging myself so much. I think sometimes these thoughts in our heads i don't know if you get them but i get them all the time these thoughts in our heads like these judgy thoughts in our heads about ourselves are so toxic and they're there like all the time and it's very damaging i think to our like mental health i think because Mm -hmm. we're always so harsh about ourselves right so half of the things that i think about myself i would never say that about other people so if you wouldn't ever say that to other people why would you say that to yourself right like i'm always telling myself that i'm not good enough or like i'm telling myself that i'm not pretty enough or whatever which is Mm -hmm. why in the first place i try to practice self-affirmations again not because of vanity but it's just because that Mm -hmm. i need to tell myself i need to constantly remind myself not to be so judgy of myself not to be so hard on myself because i am very hard on myself i think Mm -hmm. i have like certain standards and certain goals that i want to achieve and if i don't achieve them within like a period of time then it makes it hard for me to kind of accept it then Mm -hmm. i will be like so hard on myself i keep Mm -hmm. saying that why don't you do this you suck you're not good enough blah 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 and i think having the the willpower to actively stop myself from thinking so badly about myself Mm -hmm. is like a form of self-love for me because the more Mm -hmm. i take care of my mental health the more i feel love by myself Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. As weird as that sounds, yeah. No, I think it's it's really true that we need to take care of our mental health because a lot of people neglect. They will they will focus on like the physical health, but a lot of people didn't really pay attention to our own like how we process things and how we process our thoughts. Like it's really important that we actually aware of this and put some effort into maintaining like a good positive mental health. Um, I think a lot of times we 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 will try to seek approval from others, and also we will 
scared of like how people judge us. Like you said, like we we seldom tell ourselves like how pretty we look, but at, at the same time we always try to seek attention from not seek attention but seek approval from other people like trying to yeah get other people to tell us that we are pretty, we are enough, we are good, we are we are this that. But like at the same time, I think it's important for like that it starts from ourselves that we have to tell ourselves that before like trying to have other people to tell us what we are um and once you realize that i think that would be that's the biggest step towards self-love also like not afraid of like how people judge us is like really important as well i think because like you don't have in that way you don't really you know you won't get influence about like how people think of you and emotionally you will be a lot more stable and you won't get you you don't you won't have like a mood swing just because like what other what other people say to you so i think that's that's what self-love means to me as well so yeah i think it's kind of like a freedom of from like this judgment prison where we have because we are so concerned about what people think about us and how people perceive us that sometimes we will do things just to impress other people even though that might not be the sort of things that we want to do right i think a lot of times you get influenced by social media and your surroundings your friends your group of friends maybe or just the environment that can you know change your mind very easily which is why i think it's important to practice self-love because then you know your value you know your worth you Mm -hmm. don't have to get something else like external stuff like luxury stuff to seek that affirmation from other people to think that you are good you are wealthy you are you know, sometimes wealthiness is not just from the money. It's not mm-hmm. from the. It's not. It's not based on the money of like how how much you have in your bank account, but also you know when you have like a wealthy mindset and you know your self worth. That's that's very important. So, which is why then you don't have to earn a lot of money to get those luxury brands just to make yourself feel worthy. And seek validation from people that you don't even care about, right? Like, it's all just so that people don't look down on yourself. But I think one form of self-love is also to accept ourselves for who we are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we spend so much time comparing ourselves to other people and, like, other external sources in our life. But And we somehow always look to either be kind of more like them or look seek approval from other people mm-hmm. and i think we often feel inadequate because we always look at for example we look at social media and we see that like this person is more successful than us or whatever and we always try and like compare ourselves like why can't i be like her why can't i be like him what's wrong with me and i think self-love comes from accepting ourselves for who we are in this very moment and it also probably includes accepting your insecurities owning your insecurities and your faults and your flaws and just kind of embrace it just go with it you know because we are human right everyone is human and no one is perfect and everyone has their own insecurities and everyone has their own pitfalls that makes us who we are that makes Uh us unique um we shouldn't be so hard on ourselves because we are lacking in certain 
aspects of our lives. Instead, we should focus on the positives. It's easy to just say things like this, and it's so hard to practice what you preach. It's okay to be who you are. You know, you don't have to be somebody else. You don't have to change who you are just to be accepted or just to be loved. You deserve love, even though mm-hmm. you're imperfect. If you love yourself, I think that really shows through, um, in your. Personality in your interactions, and when you judge yourself so much, right? Like it's hard for you to far- form friendships because I used to feel that way. I used to feel like, oh, will they like me? You know, like would they think I'm weird? But that's not how people think of you. Is that how? That's how you think of yourself. Is what you believe to be true. And if you stop thinking of yourself that way, then you save so much energy, right? And then that energy you can channel into like other things mm-hmm. in your life. Because then you know to accept yourself, and you know how to deal with your own self conflicts, and you know you stop apologizing for what you you have done. And self love doesn't come. I think I think for myself, I think self love doesn't come naturally. Because like you need a lot of practice to know how to love yourself. Because you need a lot of practice to build your confidence and to um build your self esteem. And because a lot of times like life will throw you some like some things that will destroy your self-esteem destroy your confidence and you just need to learn how to pick yourself up and learn how to accept bad things that happen to you and then you know you learn how to build a stronger self i think that's why we think that it's hard to love ourselves because then because when we don't know how to deal with the conflicts that you have in your mind and then it's just like constantly being there and your mind will be like all tangled up with like all the problems and you think that you're worthless, you're you are not worth anything, you're a piece of shit. That happens a lot to a lot of people, I, I believe. Especially for example, when you don't get into the job that you want. You will think that, you know, you're not worthy, you're not good enough. You just need a lot of practicing to know what you can be better at and you know, that's also a form of self improvement as well. I think being you know, learning how to love yourself. Yeah. On top of like not being so judgy on ourselves, I think we also need to not let people treat us badly as well. Because I feel like sometimes we just let people narrate our truth. And people, for example, if people say, oh, uh, you're ugly, right? And that's, that's just their opinion, right? Who's to say that they're right? But then we tend to believe them and we tend to just accept it as our truth and said that yeah so and so said that i'm ugly therefore Mm -hmm. i am ugly but that's not true like we shouldn't let other people narrate our life they shouldn't get to live in our brain and tell us all these things and we shouldn't accept that do you think as a person do you think you love yourself i think i do i think because i don't know it's just from very at a very early stage, I realized that I love hanging out with myself, if that makes sense. Like, I, lo- I enjoy my own space and time. I don't always 
keen for other people's company. It's not it's not that I'm introvert and I don't want to go out socializing. It's just that I enjoy some time, have my own self-reflection time, some me time in like, you know, in in doing my own things. It's not even like, you know, you have to do actually doing things. Sometimes it's just like having your own space, doing whatever you want. Um, I think it gives me lots of like calm and like brings me a bit of peace. I don't necessarily know how to love myself. I'm still trying to learn how to learn love myself a bit more. But definitely, I think I'm aware of this, at least I, I, I'm aware of like self-love and I'm practicing and I'm I think, for example, like I, I have insecurities and I don't necessarily know how to deal with all my insecurities. And that's like part of me trying to learn like my insecurities and how to deal with it and like live with my insecurities. Because sometimes it's just there like it, you won't you can't really change it. But like how to live with it, it's another lesson that you need to learn. I think I've come quite a long way from not loving myself so much, not realizing that I don't love myself to coming into the realization that I do love myself to kind of actively do things to Uh nurture myself, right? So I think I used to suffer from like comparing myself to other people. No, I don't, no, not used to suffer. I think I still do compare myself to other people. But when I compare myself to other people, I tell myself that... These are not 100% truth. This is your version of the truth. If you think that, oh, like this person's life is so perfect. They have A, they have B, they have C, they have D, right? But then everyone, like if we learn anything, we learn that everyone have their own struggles. Everyone have their own issues. It's not to say like we're we're like taking comfort in other Mm -hmm. people's difficulty. It's just to realize that everyone is human and everyone has their own journey. We shouldn't put one person on a pedestal and then use them as like a comparison tool to make us feel bad about Mm -hmm. our life where does it end where does it stop right and everyone is created different everyone is created unique instead of trying to compare ourselves to other people just try and like better ourselves and like embrace our own individuality you're your own version of person like you're not trying to be other people you're you you are you Mm -hmm. right also just like not to worry about like yeah. what other people think because that's also me when i know myself you need to learn about yourself you need to learn to know who you are and what you have and what you don't have so for for me if i when i know this is something that i lack of and this is something that i don't mind i am i lack of I, when someone else have that i don't feel like why this person has that and i i'm lacking of that because i have something else that i i have that other people don't have so you know learning mm. learning about yourself is so important as a way of self love because then you know your worth you have less doubts in yourself and if you lack of something and you really want it you will work hard towards it and then then you won't yeah. really compare yourself to anyone else. I'm still working on it. Obviously, like social media plays a big part in our life right now, and we we get bombarded with like all the you know perfect people, like young, successful, high achiever. As we approach thirties, I think that's also give us a lot of insecurities because we feel like you know time's running out. We are thirty soon, and mm. we are not achieving anything in our life, and we feel like we are useless sometimes you know you feel like the anxiety is constantly there and you need to learn how to you know manage the anxiety and that's when self-love plays a big part because then you know you have your own timeline I mean that's a cliche thing to say everyone says that but you you just have to 
practice、mm-hmm. like even brainwash yourself that this is your life. You can make the rules of what you want in your life. You can make a rule of like if you want to achieve、yeah. something in before thirties, do something and like work hard towards it. There's no other way. I mean, I I'm also suffering from anxiety about like all this as well. So. You know you're not alone. Like if you're listening to this and you're feeling like you're lacking of self love and you're lacking of achievement in your life, we feel like we are getting old. Actually, we're not old. Like thirty is not old at all. We still get a sense of the pressure, peer pressure, self pressure, society pressure, everything. Even my mom was like, "You're getting thirty and you're still you're still single." I'm like. What what am I supposed to do? But then when I realize that I'm worthy enough, like I I know my value, I'm not. I don't worry too much about not having someone else to love me, because I love myself enough. And if I if I have to get someone else to love me, what what does that mean? Does that mean that I have to prove someone that I have enough worth for, enough value in me? So that people can see the value and to love me is that what it's supposed to be? I don't, I, I don't know, but I don't think so. Well, not right now. So I don't have the urge to prove to someone to love me. That that's that's my way of self love as well. You're right because society places so much pressure on like women, especially to get married at a certain age, to be like quote unquote off the market. At like a certain age, it's so terrible because then we worry so much about what people what people say, right? Like, oh, she's still single and she's almost thirty. So what, right? Like, thirty is young. Thirty、mm-hmm. is the new twenty. We're still babies. I think I still don't know what do I know about getting married. Like, what do I know about building a family? Just because it is expected of us to get married in our twenties or like whatever, get married period. That doesn't mean that we need to conform to that. Trying to keep up with all the societal、yeah. expectation, especially coming from Asian background, like there's certain family values or family honor or whatever that you have to uphold, and it's just a lot of pressure for us because then, oh, what will my neighbor think? What will my business associate think? Why do you care so much what people think? Just do you do you. As long as you're not harming anyone, as long as no one is killed、mm-hmm. in the process, then. That's fine, right? You can't make everyone happy. There's always a situation like planning my wedding. I have learned so hard that you cannot please、no. everyone, and if you can't please everyone, why why are you the person、mm-hmm. that has to suffer? Then it's a total waste of time. You're just not never gonna win in this if you try to please everyone, and you end up hurting yourself because you put other people's happiness above yours. And why be so stupid? Right, like no, everyone's only、mm. looking out for themselves anyway. Yeah, I think that comes to how you see other people's judgment, how you react to other people's judgment. If you feel like their judgment don't weigh as much, then you won't react as much to their judgment. I mean, if you weigh their judgment a lot, if it if it's important to you, like how they judge you, how they see you, then you will react a lot、mm-hmm. more towards it. You will try to prove yourself towards it, and that's come from. Insecurities, I think, because you would you'd be insecure because you would be worrying about like how people think of you and your, for example, your wedding. I, for example, if I take wedding as an example, wedding is a big thing. Like I would want everyone to be happy, especially my parents and like my family. I don't want anyone to like you know not enjoy the biggest day of my life. So, but then again, you need to know that you need to put yourself first. In front of everyone else, so you need to put yourself, and you need to know what you actually want. I mean, it's tough. It's easier said than done, I know, but like, 
there is always a price to pay uh-huh. when you're trying to uh-huh. please other people but don't make that price to be uh-huh. your own happiness you know like you shouldn't try and like make other people happy at the uh-huh. expense of yours you know that goes the other way around as well just to make yourself happy don't uh-huh. hurt other people it's the same kind uh-huh. of formula honestly i i can sit here and preach all about self-love but i haven't i haven't get there yet i'm not there yet i'm still like i think it's tough i think yeah. it's a life lesson that everyone has to have to like keep working on it it's just like it will keep coming back to you and then you have to keep yeah. you know there is a new exactly like it's it. always yeah it's not like a like a homework assignment when no. once you're done that you're, you're done, done right no. it's like always like you're yeah. always learning you're always trying to do better you're always mm-hmm. doing it's like a project that never ends like you mm-hmm. just have to keep working on it and mm-hmm. the more you work on it even if you get better like one percent every day that that's better than yesterday right so why do you think that you know it might be hard for us to love ourselves what are the reasons I think I have mentioned it earlier, like the one of the main reasons is because we don't know ourselves enough. So we don't know how to love ourselves. And also we don't know how to deal with our insecurities. Because insecurities are some things that like, you know, you, you won't feel pleasant thinking about it. So people tend to escape from it instead of like confronting it. So I think that's that makes it hard for us to make a change and also like to live with our insecurities and to know how to how to deal with our insecurities and know how to react to other people when something external trying to attack you you don't know how to you know take that um i think when you know how to love yourself you will know how to react to it but then before that you need to learn about yourself first and that's something that people often neglect um, in like learning about themselves because they're too focused on other things. Like, for example, yeah. life goals, um, mm-hmm. like social media influence, like people because you see how how other people are achieving their life, achieving their success at such young age, and you will feel the pressure of that, and you will want to yeah. achieve that as well. So you are too blindly achieving something that you don't even know if that is your own goal but you see you're you're looking at other people's goals as your own goal and you're too focused on on that and you get distracted that's distraction and you didn't know that's distraction because like you that's the environment that you're living in so you wouldn't even realize that and without the self-realization you don't know what you want in life and that's that's when you don't know how to love yourself because you forget about it already. It's not even in your mind. So I think, I think living living at the present is so important as well because like when you live at the present, I mean that's something that I also picked up like recently because I didn't know about this either. But like mindfulness, like being able to control your own mindset and like being living at the present is so important because then you won't have to think about like the future or the past too much. And you won't keep lingering in the past because sometimes the past will keep coming back to haunt you. Like some, like your insecurities mostly come from your past and that's happened already that you can't change, but it will keep coming back to haunt you. But you don't know how to react to it or solve the problem. So you just leave it there. You know, you'll you'll be too focused on that and then you will forget about like what you actually want to do in at the present sometimes it's so hard for us to let go of some things you know for example if you i don't know if you make mistakes at work right and you just keep going back and thinking about it over and over again but that's already in the past like you know it's already done you can't change it now how you can change is the way you react to it you can either 
try and find solutions to solve the problems and rectify the mistakes or you can just sit there and boil over how stupid you are or like how did mm-hmm. you, how did I even make this mistake blah 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 one way to love ourselves is to learn to let go of things mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. if you try to hold on to like so many different things it's it's just not good that's why sometimes I think we're so caught up in the moment that we forget mm-hmm. to being really present in the moment and just be like mm-hmm. hold on a minute why am I feeling this way why am I thinking this way I think sometimes even talking to yourself really mm-hmm. helps because we should treat us we should treat our own self as like an individual and there's nothing wrong with like talking to ourselves right like how sometimes we talk our friends out of like a stupid situation or like a stupid decisions you know we can talk ourselves out of that as well why is it so easy for us to give advices to our friends but it's so hard for us to practice what we preach mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like sometimes mm-hmm. for example even with you right I will give you like all these advices mm-hmm. about A, about B, about C, but then I don't do it myself. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Can you can you think of the best for other people, but you can't think of the best for yourself? That's why I think we often forget about it because we're so caught up in it. We just march in like headstrong and we don't take a step back and like see the bigger picture of the situation. I think humans are like, our default mode is just to think of things negatively but we need to kind of actively try to switch the negative into the positive so how do you think we might be sabotaging loving ourselves what are the situations where you think like you could have loved yourself but you didn't (laughs) i think for example when it comes to like relationship with your partner sometimes you might forget about yourself as a priority and you will put the relationship as priority because you think that that's it's more important than yourself so you will you will start to compromise and do whatever you can even without realizing that's hurting yourself and you would still do it and you will sacrifice yourself just because you have the idea of the relationship plays more important part than anything else so that's for an example. Like and also in life, you might forget to to realize that you are that important. You will think that like other things matter a lot more compared to yourself. I think that's when you have um when you might forget to love yourself, I guess. I think a lot of the time we think of self love as being selfish, right? Because mm-hmm. we have to think of ourselves, put ourselves first, prioritize ourselves, don't care about what other people think. Which yeah, it's good to love ourselves, but not to the point where again we are harming other people to achieve that, right? So also the other side of the spectrum is that when you're selfless and when you put other people in front of you all the time and you place more importance on other people's well-being rather than your own it means that you don't love yourself um which i don't think it's either one or the other it's not as straightforward as that just because you love yourself doesn't mean you're a selfish person just because you are a generous person or a selfless person doesn't mean you don't love yourself like all these things are not mutually exclusive you can be a person who love yourself but also love other people i feel like there are enough love to go around i think sometimes we sabotage 
loving ourselves because we think that if we love ourselves too much then people will see us as like a selfish human being and for me it's like a balancing game it's hard for me to kind of know what situation to apply what rules to but um i think the the first step obviously the biggest step is to recognize that and to own that and to be Mm. like yeah this is something that i need to work on yeah i totally agree i think you need i think it's important for us to realize that it's not an act of selfishness to know how to cut toxic people out of our life but at the same time we shouldn't be that toxic people as well in other people's life and i think you know you need to recognize what what are the positive values you want to have in your life and then and you want to try to avoid all the toxic people behavior and you need to know how to say no basically to all this yeah Um, i think learning how to say no is so important just because you're a nice person doesn't mean you need to be a yes person you can say no without sounding like a bitch and just mm-hmm. because you're a nice person doesn't yeah. mean you let other people walk all over you, take yeah. advantage of you, and like bully you as well. Just because yeah. you you want you want to come across as a nice person, like you mm-hmm. have to be nice to yourself as well, mm-hmm. right? If you let toxic people in your life and you let them stay there, then that's doing a disservice to yourself. Because mm-hmm. why should you have to put up with toxic people, right? Mm-hmm. Why should you have to stay in a toxic? environment i think you're so right in saying that like you know we need to learn how to say no because that also comes from like the people pleasing aspect of ourselves Uh where we just want to make people happy to avoid confrontation or to avoid conflicts but there are ways to say no Uh without without and be nice (laughs) yeah and be nice exactly life is so hard already right like life is hard enough i think we should just have like people in our life who's like positive and let go of the toxic some of the things you do for yourself to practice self-love i think one of the things that i've done like one of the biggest things i've done last year was to quit my job (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, i was gonna say the same (laughs) yeah I think one of the things that was really making me unhappy was my job. I didn't think that time that I had a choice, I had like a way out, right? Because um, we're on work visa and I and it's just so much harder for us to up and quit our job. Like it's not it's not that easy. I I just I just was really unhappy with mm-hmm. with my job, and I wrestled with it for so long because. There are different things that I had to consider because as bad as being a pharmacist was, like it, it was it was quite a good pay and so money was one of the things that I had to consider. Um, you know, um learning a new set of skills in this new job was something that I had to consider as well. I basically had to start from scratch. At the end of the day I just asked myself, like, what's more important to you? Is your well being more important to you or is a well-paying job more important to you like is it worth to be so unhappy just for you know extra couple of well not extra couple but extra a lot <laughs> <laughs> is it worth um is it worth for you going to work every day dreading it being really unhappy i thought about it for so long i decided to go for it and now i think i came out on the other side i finally came out on the other side and i'm so proud of myself for like and you're happier taking- yeah exactly i don't know how i survived for so long in that situation Uh and that was a prime example of not loving myself because i was like a slave to money Uh basically i was Uh working 
really unhappy for the pursuit of what like money mm-hmm. you know i've had this conversation with multiple people and i i'm afraid of sounding ungrateful even because i should be thankful even that i had a job right like why mm-hmm. am i complaining about my job why am i like saying i'm unhappy i don't like this i don't like that when i have a job when other people don't have a job but i was so afraid of sounding ungrateful because that's how it came across like complaining about your job when other people are like let go from the job being made redundant but then just because other people are going through that doesn't mean that i cannot be unhappy about my situation i think you need you know self-love also includes that you need to know that you don't have to apologize for how you feel just because other people don't feel the same way i mean yeah. other people don't go through what you go through it doesn't mean that like you know you 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 should be grateful for what you have that other people want i mean everyone has their different priorities in life so what about you what other things you do to practice self-love well i i can't say i am good at self-love but one thing that i realized that i should be doing in order to practice self-love is know how to invest your time in the things that you want because time is as important as money i think because like how you spend your time is so important because like like you can't even buy your time with money so like how how you invest your time in things that you want to do and what you want to achieve it's all depends on how you um invest in in your time so i think like practicing self-love also includes like how you should make use of your time and like do something that make yourself worthy and know what you want in life i guess for so long like my own my goal was to like make like, as much money as i as i can right like i think money was like the driving force for a lot of the things in my life why i work yes i, I don't know if i agree with the term money can't buy happiness because there are certain types of short-term happiness that you can buy with money for example, like you can buy a holiday which brings you happiness. But I, I do think that money can't buy you your mental health. <laughs> you know, there are certain things that are worth nurturing that money definitely can't buy. So I definitely agree with you. Like we need to invest our time properly. And by investing your time doesn't always mean like what is the most efficient way I can manage my time to make the most money mm-hmm. but it's also like what is the best way I can spend my time to make myself the healthiest I've ever been or like mm-hmm. the happiest I've ever been you know if, mm-hmm. even if that means like going for a run or like well I say that I haven't been to the gym in four months but <laughs> yeah I think okay I think we're all talked out with self-love so our main takeaway is don't compare yourself to other people don't put so much weight into other people's opinion take care of yourself do the things that make you happy as cliche as that sounds and stay safe so follow us on instagram at two pills in a pot follow us on spotify and apple Podcasts, and make sure you share with your friends if you've enjoyed this episode and we'll see you at the next episode bye bye